Africa Connected, your link to Africa's markets, brought to you by Standard Bank, your partner for growth on this continent we call home. Hashtag Africa Connected. Thank you, Well, As I mentioned a short while ago, 702 in partnership with Standard Bank, asking Nigiwe to go across our continent just so that she can get for us the information, the insights into the ease of doing business. How difficult is it? What are some of the issues or some of the things that we should know about? She is in Uganda, in Kampala this morning, and she joins us on the line. And next, good morning to you. <laughs> I, I'm just going to say, good job, Nigiwe. <laughs> <laughs> the appropriate response from you, Polani, in the Uganda language, the Baganda people, oh. is Bulungi. So Bu- let's try again. Oliocha, Polani. Bulungi. Indeed. Okay, that's, that sounds pretty similar to Bulungi. Indeed. I mean, similar. these languages are so similar um, across much of sub-Saharan Africa, so I'm always intrigued by that as, as I go about my travels. Oh, fabulous. <laughs> so you arrived there yesterday. Your first impressions for us? Oh, you know, Kalani, it's been quite spectacular. One of the things about Uganda is that the southern part of the country is largely dominated by Lake Victoria. So as the plane makes its approach towards Uganda, all you see for miles and miles on end is the majestic Lake Victoria. It is immense in terms of length and breadth as well. And you see every now and again little islands dotted throughout the lake. So once you land at Entebbe International Airport, at various vantage points across the airport, you can still see the lake all around you, which makes it very, very pretty and a great way to be welcomed to the country. So one of the first things that we did naturally once we'd left the airport precinct in Entebbe was to park the car on the side of the road and walk along the shores of Lake Victoria. We shot a little video vehicle and it's quite spectacular. I urge your listeners to to look it up on the 702 website and, and take a look. It is so spectacular and so pretty and we saw families having little Sunday picnics along Lake Victoria, which of course, as we know, is the largest lake on the continent. It's also the source of the Nile. So it's pretty spectacular and plays a huge role not only in Uganda, but also in surrounding countries like Kenya and Rwanda as well. Sure. Just before you came on, by the way, Nix, I was talking about a report. Uh, it's on Business Report this morning. It is about the visa openness level, which apparently is improving across our continent. It enables African citizens to travel more freely across the continent. Um, the, this research was conducted by the African Development Bank together with the AU and the World Economic Forum. It's quite an important one. With the Nigerians now saying Saying that they will make sure that within two days you know whether your visa has been accepted or declined, etc. Going to to Uganda, did you find any problems around that? Do you find that uh, also in your travels, visa openness levels are improving? Certainly, um, judging by that report, Polani, if such efforts underway, they would be most welcome. Um, let's look at Uganda, for example. The ease with which we got our visas was quite extraordinary. Within two days, uh, we got our visa after application. But what Uganda also has is an online visa application process. So when we arrived at Entebbe International Airport, there were two sets of keys for those people who had applied online, and those visas were uh, were processed fairly quickly. We had done ours back in Johannesburg, but even in Johannesburg, within two days, we had our visas. And I can't say we've had similar experiences in other countries. I mean, I think when we were, went to Nigeria, I told you, Colonel, what difficulties we'd had. Mm-hmm. But of course, they're also now starting to introduce online applications. So uh, Uganda 
miles ahead in terms of ease of moving into this country and also ease of doing business. Once the Ugandan economy liberalized in, in, in the 90s, it made it easy to do business, opened up all manner of things. But of course, there's still many numerous binding constraints, some of which we're going to explore um, in our time here. Sure. Just your overview, though, of the economy in Uganda, Nick. It, it's, it's an intriguing one because, Balani, Unlike most other countries, it has a very diverse um, economy, largely agricultural dominated. I mean, as we were driving from Entebbe to Kampala, Golani, just look at the red soil, very rich. Um, no wonder this country is dominated by agriculture. About two-thirds of the working population works in the agricultural sector. But beyond agriculture, it's quite diversified as well. We know of the discovery of oil in 2006. Production is now starting. Those, um, that production, uh, oil, is ho- they're hoping that it'll start pumping in 2020. But there's also financial services, um, telecoms, manufacturing so across the board. But whilst it may be diverse, Polani, there remains a great deal of underdevelopment and underinvestment in all of those sectors, including including agriculture, which is the mainstay of this economy. Uh, Next, listen, thank you very much so far. Of course, Nix uh, will be reporting for us throughout um, today and next couple of days about what's going on in Uganda. Thank you very much. And by the way, I have forwarded to her some of your emails that you sent through, uh, giving us tips about where she should go. Now, for more Nigiwa's travels, go to africaconnected.co.za. It's africaconnected.co.za. Now, Standard Bank calls Africa home and drives her growth. Combining their strong African presence with global capabilities, they support aspirations of clients looking for a banking partner who knows Africa. Standard Bank has partnered with 702 on Africa Connected in order to give you in-depth, first-hand insights into Africa's diverse markets. Let Standard Bank be your partner for growth on this continent we call home.